Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well. This podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing, embracing, and honoring themselves. Awaken and Empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth, inner work and mental health, and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here, alive and breathing and taking up space. Listen in for soul-centered inspiration, heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Awaken and Empower. And Happy New Year! This is the first episode of 2022. I took a bit of a break during December and I started to ease back into creating and my work stuff this month. And I'm happy to be getting back into podcasting because I really do love it. And even though I'm a huge believer in giving yourself breaks just to live life and be with yourself if you're capable of doing that, I do also appreciate getting back into a routine and having a schedule and creating again because. I just love that stuff and it gives me a sense of purpose and fulfillment. I do this podcast because I love it, so it feels good to be getting back to it. So this episode is going to be, I guess, a bit of a life update, a little personal check-in, me sharing my thoughts on things that have been on my mind. I'll be honest, I had trouble creating an outline for this episode. I kept going back and forth on what I wanted to talk about. I thought it was this thing, but then it was another thing, and then another. So yeah, it's been a journey, even just trying to decide what I'm going to say here today. But you know what? I'm just going to go with it and treat this episode like we're sitting down together as friends over beverages of our choice, just chatting about ourselves and life and some of the intricacies of being human. So if you're up for that, buckle up because we're going on a ride to places unknown, but it's more about the journey, not the destination, right? Anyways, enough preamble, let's get into the episode. So like I mentioned, I took a break from my creative work during December so that I could really just be present for the holidays and relax. I had a good holiday season, lots of time spent with my family, ate a lot of good food, probably too much good food if I'm being real. (laughs) I made some new memories and overall it was great. But of course, adjustments had to be made because of the pandemic, which is still raging where I am and in most of the world as well. I live in Ontario, Canada, and we're currently in another iteration of a lockdown. I think this is like the fifth wave of COVID or something. And so 
Christmas ended up being low-key in a lot of ways, understandably so, and a big part of me doesn't really mind that. Of course, I love being able to see family and friends and going out to do Christmassy things, and I was able to do some of that, just not at the same extent as a regular pre-pandemic year, but yeah, I didn't really mind having a more chill holiday. It was nice and relaxing. As great as the holidays were, they were also hard in some sense. I've just been feeling really anxious lately for various reasons. You know, continuing to deal with the pandemic is not fun. And I don't know, there were just moments where I wasn't in the holiday spirit and I just felt sad. And that's okay. I feel like there's so much pressure to be joyful over the holidays. And of course, it is a joyful time, but it can also be stressful and it can bring up some hard emotions for people and I definitely felt that this time around but despite those struggles I did have a lovely holiday and a nice end to the year and just as there's pressure to always be joyful during December and the holidays I feel like there's certain pressures that come with January let's be real there's so much pressure that comes with the new year and let's continue to be real, I usually give in to those pressures. You know, January is this time to set new goals and resolutions and change up your habits and routines and reignite your motivation and productivity and all of this is supposed to help you manifest your desires and turn your dreams into a reality. All that stuff is fine and good and I support it in many ways, but that's a whole whack of pressure to put onto one 31-day period, is it not? It's just too much, especially if you spent most of December relaxing and celebrating and taking a step back from work or your personal growth goals. We all need those kind of breaks to just be and live life and just enjoy ourselves and that's a completely different energy and mindset than the one we're sort of expected to have in January. Now, I'm a huge nerd about fresh starts and life transitions and all that. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that on the podcast before. I just love starting a new month, a new week, new season, that kind of stuff. I was talking to a friend a while ago about this and I told her I get an unreasonable amount of joy from starting a new planner or a new calendar. I'm just such a huge nerd about that stuff. And, you know, January is like the ultimate fresh start. It's the beginning of a whole new year. So a big part of me is thriving as we close out December and start January and take part in this yearly transition. But another part of me knows that there's just too much pressure put into this one month. And I, for one, am not capable of living up to it all. And I don't want my inability to live up to it all to make me feel like crap about myself or make me lose hope in the possibility of the rest of the year. January does have the potential to set the tone for the year, but it doesn't have to. And chances are, it just won't. At the end of the day, it's just another month, and time is a construct anyways. It's something we made up to make sense of the world and our experience in it, so... When you zoom your perspective way out like that, January really doesn't have to mean more than any other month. So maybe take a second and reflect on the effect the pressures of January have on you. 
I know by the time this episode comes out, January will be almost over, and maybe you're listening to this in the future and January is long over, but no matter when you listen to this, January is bound to come around again sometime. So think about the pressures you feel at the start of a new year. What are those pressures? Maybe you feel no pressure, and that's great. Please teach me your ways. But if you do feel pressure and you're able to pinpoint what those pressures are, think about where these pressures are coming from. Are they authentic to you and your true desires? Or are they coming from outside of you, from society or the media or your family and friends? Are there shoulds attached to these pressures? And are they things that you think are expected of you? Think about the source of these pressures and then reflect on the emotional and mental and even physical and spiritual effect these pressures have on you. How do these pressures impact you? And once you get clear on the effects, ask yourself if those effects are serving you and your well-being or if they're not. If they are serving you, great. If they're not, ask yourself how you might go about releasing these pressures so you can protect and enhance your well-being. And keep listening to this episode too, because maybe something I say will help you out with this. But I pose these questions to you because I think... Any hard time in our life is such an important opportunity to dig deep into our self-awareness instead of bypassing what we're experiencing. We'll talk more about bypassing later, but yeah, self-awareness is just so key in everything and it's always the first step in making any sort of authentic and long-lasting shift within yourself and in your life. So the past few Januaries, I did really play off of this forward moving energy that comes with the new year and I feel like I wasn't doing it because I felt pressured to, but because it felt right to me. It aligned with my desires for myself and my life and instead of letting that pressure propel me into unaligned and unintentional productivity, I used the energy of the new year to guide me towards the goals and intentions that felt authentic to me. In January 2019, I started really digging into the learning process of how to start a website and I started to also take small steps towards creating my blog. And those steps I made in January led me to launch livingembrace.ca in March of that year. In January 2020, I began my life coach certificate program, which needless to say was a huge step in my life and it really felt like the culmination of all the self-discovery and personal development work I've been doing for myself starting at the end of 2018. And in January 2021, I launched this podcast. And I'll talk a bit more about celebrating my first year in podcasting later in this episode. But yeah, it's interesting to look back on the past few Januaries for me and to see the evolution of this journey I've been on. And I guess January has really been a pivotal month for me over the past few years and I'm proud of myself for diving into these pursuits because I know each step, even the small ones, brought me to where I am now and they continue to guide me forward. And I thought this January would have similar vibes to the last few and in some ways it has but in others it really hasn't. Let's just say I haven't started off the year the way I would have liked to. 
I did a lot of journaling and intention setting and all that kind of stuff in December to integrate what I learned from 2021 and to set the tone for the energy of 2022. And that felt great. I genuinely felt really good about all of that and it felt really aligned and helped me feel hopeful and excited for the year ahead. But, you know, just because the calendar switches over to January 1st doesn't mean everything magically changes. And for me, it's been a struggle to implement and start to materialize all of the intentions and energy I had set for the beginning of this year. Some things that I thought were going to happen haven't panned out as expected, which has led me to lots of feelings of disappointment and discouragement. And like I mentioned in the last episode, my boyfriend moved to the UK for law school this month and he's there until this December. He left on January 12th and I knew that was going to be tough, but actually going through it was a lot more real than just anticipating it. We were already in a long distance relationship. We've lived about two hours apart from each other for six of the eight years we've been together. So we're used to our lives being pretty separate, especially the past couple years during all the mess of the pandemic. But despite all that practice at long distance, I don't know, this feels different than I thought it would. He's literally on another continent. We're in different time zones. It's just very different. So I've been navigating that as well. And that's just come with basically every single emotion a human can feel. I've literally been all over the emotional spectrum about it for the past while. And overall, I've just been down in the dumps about a lot of things. My mental health took a nosedive and depression kicked in. My anxiety was super high, you know, all the things. So needless to say, I wasn't feeling very inspired or motivated or even clear-headed at times. I knew I wanted to get back into creating and work this month, and I did. This episode is proof of that, but it was hard. I really struggled to create this episode and to make my thoughts come out and make some sort of sense. After spending basically a month just relaxing and enjoying the holidays and not really having the time or space to do creative work or even to connect with myself, getting back into it came with its struggles. And I think a part of me just so desperately wanted a fresh start and January is seemingly the perfect opportunity to start anew. It's a whole new year, but I was thinking about this the other day and had this moment of realization or moment of remembering, I should say, because I feel like I definitely knew this already, but the mess in my mind had made me forget. And so I remembered that you can start fresh whenever you want. It doesn't have to be a new year or a new month or new week or whatever. You can start fresh every single day. You can start something new midway through a month instead of at the beginning. You can pick up new habits and start new routines and begin new projects whenever the heck you want. A fresh start is what you make it and it isn't dependent on when you do it. Now, the part of my brain that loves balance and synchronicity and order would try to dispute that but it's true. So I've been trying to release this arbitrary notion and pressure that I often put on this month that it's the ultimate fresh start. It can be if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to. 
it can just be another month, another week, another day. So yeah, that's been a big part of how I've been trying to soothe myself this month, especially in terms of the things I wanted to happen or was expecting to happen this month that just haven't happened as I thought they would. And so overall, I've really been easing into the new year instead of jumping. I slowly got back into my routines and started experimenting with new habits and did things for myself that helped me reconnect with my creative energy. I started having some nourishing alone time again, which I didn't really have much of in December. I got back into reading, which always helps me connect with myself and life in general and ignites my creative fire. I started doing yoga again and got back into meditation and I'm just trying my best taking things slow, trying to release the pressure that comes with every January, and just honoring where I am right now instead of where I think I should be. There have been some days where it was a win to just survive. As bleak as that sounds, it's true. Sometimes it's a huge win to just make it through the day and release any expectations and pressures and toxic productivity mentality We need to give ourselves permission to just make it through the day sometimes. There have been some really hard moments as I've been dealing with mental health stuff and having all these existential thoughts about life and being human and in some of those hard moments I just wasn't capable of much of anything. A huge part of my mental health journey has been learning to not force myself out of my hard emotions no matter how painful they are. I'm done with bypassing my hard and painful and difficult emotions. I did that most of my life before I knew anything about mental health and emotional well-being and just everything about the inner world, which I'm so passionate about now. And all that bypassing and suppressing, ignoring and neglecting of my emotions and mental state led me to that painful year and a half after I graduated university when I finally realized I just didn't know who I was or what I wanted in life and I didn't understand myself or the workings of my mind and emotions because I had been bypassing myself my whole life. When you bypass anything that's going on in your inner world, it's bound to come back and probably come back stronger. I've learned from experience and from hearing the stories of others and through coaching women that if you don't fully feel or process emotions, especially hard emotions, they stay stuck in your body. Bypassing doesn't make them go away, it just gives you the illusion that they're gone. And it's no wonder so many of us choose to bypass because it's just easier that way, right? It's easier to put a band-aid on it and move on. It's easier than actually letting yourself feel your sadness or anger or grief or hopelessness or fear. We've been conditioned to believe these emotions are bad. We should be instead feeling happy and excited and hopeful. But I think it's becoming more and more apparent, thankfully, that we need to feel the hard emotions too. It's part of the human experience and it only makes us stronger, more evolved, more connected humans. Because on the other side of that sadness and grief and pain is healing. Hard emotions are a necessary part of healing. So why should we bypass them? Why would we want to postpone our healing process? Because that's what bypassing does. It postpones the act of our healing. So as hard as this time has been for me with all the emotions I've been feeling, 
I know it's necessary. This pain is serving a purpose and I'm healing. Even if it doesn't feel like healing right now, I'm healing and I'm learning and I'm evolving into more of who I am. These hard emotions make us resilient. We need to feel them and honor them and thank them for what they teach us. And when they're present, we don't need to fix them or switch them out for a more comfortable emotion. We don't even have to understand them. Nothing needs to make sense when you're feeling these hard emotions. Just let yourself feel and trust that you're strong enough to do that and know that it will pass eventually. This has been such a big part of my own journey and I encourage you to do a little self-inquiry here and think about how this might play into your own life. How has bypassing hard emotions shown up in your life? What does it look like? How does it make you feel? Challenge yourself to think about specific long-term effects that bypassing your hard emotions may have had on you. And if you do tend to bypass your hard emotions, ask yourself why. What has led you to believe that you can't hold space for these emotions? And again, challenge yourself to think about how your well-being and your life could shift if you did decide to stop bypassing and instead feel it all. We're all unique humans here, and it's never my place to tell you what to do, but I hope that what I share helps you look at yourself and your life situation in a new light so that you can make the shifts that you'd like to make. Sometimes you just need to be in your sadness, in your grief, your anger, your hopelessness, your hard emotions, and it sucks, but it's part of being here, of being human, of being fully alive and awake. And you know, it's hard to be human right now. I don't know how any of us are expected to function in this world sometimes with everything that's going on. And it's just a lot sometimes, or all of the time. And despite what a lot of us have been conditioned to do, we don't need to suck it up or push our emotions to the side or distract ourselves or use band-aid short-term solutions. We don't need to go on business as usual because that would be a disservice to ourselves, to the people around us, and even to the world. If we all ignored our hard emotions, there wouldn't be any social change. We'd all stay stuck and asleep to life, and that's not cool. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, I just need to be in my sadness for a little while. I need to let my sadness and anxiety and just every other heart emotion move through me. I had a really hard night last week, and I literally put on an embracing sadness meditation on this app I started using called Insight Timer. I highly recommend it, by the way. And so I put on this guided meditation about embracing sadness and I just allowed myself to fully feel my sadness. No holding back. I let it all out and it hurt like hell. By the end of the night, my eyes hurt from crying so much. But I felt a shift in me, not necessarily to happiness, but to a small glimmer of relief and clarity and peace I don't want my hard emotions to stay stuck. As hard as it is, I want to feel them because I know that's the only way I'll be able to release them. So yeah, I just think this is so important for every human and it's not easy, but it's necessary to living a more full and awake and empowered life. With all of that said and with all of the struggles I've been experiencing this month, I still am hopeful for this year. I know that just because I started the year one way doesn't like 
put a curse on the rest of the year. And so I thought I'd share the words I've chosen to represent the energy I'd like to bring into this year. I know it's become almost cliche to have a word or words of the year, but I've been doing this for the past few years and I do think it's just a really powerful way to live intentionally and have an idea of what you'd like to experience in the year. And yeah, it's just a fun and empowering way to get clear on what energy you'd like the year to hold. And if you're into manifestation and all of that as well, of course, having a word or words to guide you through the year is helpful too. So I have three words for 2022, and they are expansion, adventure, and presence. Expansion because I feel it in my heart that this will be a time of expansion in my coaching practice and professional life, and also within myself and in any other aspect of my life that calls to be expanded. Adventure, because I'm hoping to make adventuring a priority this year, whether that's through travel or just in my own area. I'm really looking forward to visiting my boyfriend in the UK at some point, so that will be an amazing adventure. And just overall, I'd like to feel a sense of adventure in both my outer and inner worlds. Adventuring deeper into my soul and further out to new environments and experiences. And finally, presence. Because that's something I've always struggled with. My anxiety often makes presence very difficult to achieve. And I just want to be more mindful of being fully present so I can truly take in and appreciate and experience the beauty and meaning of each moment and phase of life I go through. And to just be here now and be fully awake to life. So those are my words, expansion, adventure, and presence. Even just saying those words and explaining my reasoning to you brings me such a sense of connection and calm and hope. I'm going to try my darndest to integrate these energies into my life this year. And so now I ask you, do you have a word or words for the year? If so, what are they? What do they mean to you? Why are they important to you? You can quietly reflect on these questions on your own, or if you'd like, you can share your words and why you chose them with me. I'd honestly love to hear them and chat with you about them. So if you'd like to share, you can email me at shaylenivany at livingembrace.ca or use the contact me page on my website or DM me on Instagram at living.embrace. As always, all my contact info is in the show notes. Please reach out. I'd be so happy to hear from you. On another note, a more celebratory note, the one year anniversary of this podcast is coming up. I officially launched on January 25th, 2021. And yeah, I can't believe it's been a whole year already. I've been an avid podcast listener for quite a few years now. I think I started listening to podcasts sometime in university, so it's been like six or seven years now, I guess. And ever since launching Living Embrace, back when it was just a blog, I always had this small yearning to have my own podcast, but I would always push to the side because it just seemed like too big of an undertaking for me. The technology of it all really scared me, and to be honest, I just didn't believe I could do it. But around midway through 2020, the idea kept coming back to me and I slowly started researching how to start a podcast and I tentatively shared my idea with some people and then my boyfriend gifted me with a microphone and headphones and everything just kind of grew from there. 
in December 2020, I started really dreaming up how this podcast would look, and in January last year, I took the final steps to bring it to life. And now, here we are, 35 episodes in, and one year later, it's crazy. You know, it's wild that this thing that had seemed so far out of reach for so long is now part of my regular work routine. It's one of my favorite ways to channel my creativity and express myself and help others in their own self-empowerment journeys. I love that I took aligned action and brought this dream of mine to life. I'm pretty freaking proud of myself. I've learned a lot in this first year of podcasting. Of course, I learned how to actually make one and all the technicalities of that, but I also learned more about myself, which is usually the case when you challenge yourself to do the things you've been wanting to for so long but had struggled to find the courage to do it. That's happened to me so many times in my life, but especially over the past few years as I've taken this path and paved my own way. If you had told me back in university that five years after graduation, I'd be a self-empowerment coach and a podcaster and a writer and public speaker and blogger and aspiring to run an abundant feminine business, I'd laugh in your face. (laughs) But here I am after many challenges and learning opportunities and moments of growth and with so many more of those to face in the future and it's just crazy. Even though I have a lot of hard moments still, I also have moments where I look at my podcast on Apple Podcasts or I browse my website and I'm like, I made that. I created this from nothing. And that's such an amazing feeling. The act of creation is an expression of the human spirit and it's something to be in awe of. Whether it's a 700-page novel or a nice meal, a mural or a child, A podcast or a poem, all creation is valid and important and deserves to be celebrated. And for me, it's easy to forget to celebrate how far I've come and what I've created because I often feel like I still have so much further to go. And maybe I do, but that doesn't mean I can't take a second to appreciate what I have created already. And that goes for coaching as well. I have to constantly and consciously remind myself to pat myself on the back for the strides forward I have made no matter how small they may seem. I'm doing the thing that made my heart sing when I first learned about it, that ignited a knowing in my soul I had never experienced before. And I followed that knowing, even when the path was unclear and nothing made sense, and it challenged me in so many ways. I've had and I am having the honor of playing a part in some incredible women's self-development and self-empowerment journeys as their coach. And it's just incredible. So... Anyways, all that to say that if there's something you want to do, some dream you want to bring to life, but fear is holding you back and you don't believe you can do it, or you don't think you have the resources or the time, or you're too old or too young or too busy to try, just do it anyways and dare to see what happens. Befriend your fear and kindly ask it to quiet down a bit so you can work your magic. Be open to the possibility that things won't pan out how you'd like them to or how you expect them to, and see the beauty in that. Become comfortable with the discomfort of the unknown. Trust that each small step forward and even the steps backward are all leading you somewhere, even if you can't even begin to imagine what that somewhere looks like. And above all else, believe in yourself and trust yourself. You'll figure it all out along the way, 
You are resilient. You have an abundance of courage waiting to be accessed within you. And you are worthy of bringing your desires to life. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Whether you've been here since the beginning or this is the first time you're listening, I'm so incredibly and indescribably grateful for every single download and every single listen. I don't take any of them for granted. And it's just an honor to know that there are people out there choosing to spend their precious energy here with me and choosing to listen to my ramblings and my stories and my truth. So thank you. I love you. If you ever want to chat with me about anything, you can always find how to contact me in the show notes. It would make my heart so happy to talk to you and hear about any thoughts or emotions that come up for you as you listen. And if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or questions you'd like me to answer on the show, anything at all, I'm all ears or all eyes because you'd probably reach out through email or DM, but you know what I mean. (laughs) I'm excited for this next year in podcasting. I already have some ideas brewing. We're going to continue getting real and exploring some big topics. I'm planning to do more conversation interview episodes with some special people as well. And yeah, I'm just excited to continue learning and sharing and connecting through the Awaken and Empower podcast. What a ride this episode was. (laughs) I must say, creating it and speaking it here now has helped me gain some much-needed mental and emotional clarity. Creativity is just so healing. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If any part of your heart and soul feels like it's the right time to receive personalized support, guidance, and a safe space to explore your inner world and outer life, I am here for you. As a self-empowerment coach, my mission is to help women who feel any sort of disconnection from themselves and any sense of dissatisfaction in their lives, and I help them deepen their connection with themselves so they can live a more authentic and meaningful life. This life is just too precious to live it any other way than exactly how you want to live, and you are worthy of deeply knowing, embracing, and honoring yourself. My clients have really gotten to know themselves on a deeper level. They've connected with their soul purpose and manifested their most authentic goals. They've processed hard emotions in our sessions and moved through grief and sadness and feelings of self-doubt and low self-worth. They've confronted and reframed thought patterns that have been stuck with them their whole lives and shifted them to ways of thinking that actually serve them. As your coach, I'm here to make sure you have the space to deepen your awareness of yourself and whatever's happening in your life, the confidence to take aligned action in any ways that feel right to you, and the gentle nudge of a loving accountability so that you can maintain these shifts you make within yourself and in your life. Coaching is an investment of your time and energy and money, and that can be scary, but in my experience, it's quite possibly the most powerful investment you can make into yourself and your self-development. If you want to really know yourself and make fulfilling and lasting shifts in your life and live with more meaning and purpose, it would be my honor to help you do that. I just believe in this work so much, and I always will, and I'm just so passionate about it. So if you want to experience this empowering space for yourself, check out my coaching services page in the show notes for more information, and you can always reach out to me with any questions or if you'd like to schedule a free session. 
who knows, maybe 2022 is your year to really get to know yourself on a deeper level, to get clear on who you are and how you want to live your life, and to really start to make the most of your precious time here and live with more meaning, fulfillment, and purpose. And we can make that happen for you. I know we can. And it would be my honor to be your support and guidance and loving presence through it all. Okay, and that brings us to the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Episodes come out every other Thursday. And when you're subscribed, the episodes will show up automatically in your podcast library. And I'm sending you so much love. And I will talk to you in the next episode. 